Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello everyone and welcome to an SWFL special edition of the Anyone's Game football podcast. I'm Gordon McComb and I joined up with Peter Quinn earlier today at the Tony Macaroni Arena for the SWFL plate and cup finals. Air United's development side took on Muriton United in the plate final in the early kickoff before Bayside and Bishopton tussled to see who would come away winners in the cup final. We start with the plate final and you join Peter and I at halftime with the scores currently goalless. So Peter, it's halftime in the SWFL plate. Air United, Muriston United, nil-nil. What have you made of it so far? It's actually been a really good game. Lots of good chances for both teams. Uh, Air United tried to hit on the counter-attack because Muriston spent most of the game uh, deep in their half. I think the kind of the pace of Ella Watson and Caitlin Stewart for Muriston has caused Air a lot of problems. Uh, and then both goalkeepers have made a couple of really decent saves. I was saying to you during the game, I think it's, everything's just a, a wee inch or two away from, from really coming off for both teams. This could easily be a 3-3 at halftime. Yeah, we picked up from the uh, from the dugout one of the Air United development sides, coaches shouting something of a, of a similar vein. And yeah, for sure, for those who've not seen the stream, you know, you've, you've missed a litany of chances, just unfortunate that's not had one to break the deadlock just yet. Yeah, exactly. It has been a, an enjoyable game to watch. There's been plenty going on. Um, marred a little bit by, by that injury to Emma Picken but thankfully she was up and about and walking afterwards because um, it was it was looking a wee bit worrying for a while And Air United have grown into this game a little bit more so far expect to see that continue and they look you know threatening on the break is that something you expect them to keep doing? Definitely, yeah I think um, the, the game's going to get more stretched the players are going to get a bit tired because it's you know it's a big pitch, a cold day um, and obviously the kind of the extra tension of it being a final as well um, makes it a, it's going to be a tough one for the players when it gets to the last kind of 15-20 minutes and I think that um, you'll, you'll see it become a bit, bit, bit fractured lots of counter-attacking from both sides Right, Peter, deadlock broken Murison take the lead it's been chances for both sides but finally we have an opener Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a good finish as well uh, from Cooten Stewart they've same as it's been all the way through the game from both sides. So a nice pass through the defence, and finally we've had kind of a, a moment of quality with the finish. She took it slightly earlier than I would have expected, but also evidently earlier than the goal expected as well. So um, kind of struck from about 20 yards and off the post. And if that's kind of the the moment that wins this game, then fair enough because it was the, the kind of first really really strong finish that we've had. Yeah, but there's still chances in this game, and uh, you know we were saying at halftime how. We thought this game couldn't possibly end goalless, really. Don't think it still really would end 1-0 either. No, I agree. I think there's certainly going to be plenty of chances. Um, and we've seen Air threatening on the counter-attack mostly so far. It'll be interesting to see what they what they do now that they really have to go for it. Full-time at the Tony Macaroni, it's Muirston United who win the plate. They've defeated Air United's development squad by a goal-to-nil coming midway through that second half and uh, we said at the time that we were expecting more goals in the game was just the one in the end Yeah, at the end of the day I think uh, Caitlin Stewart's goal was uh, the one piece of quality uh, kind of in the the opposition final third and that's what makes the difference at the end of the day We spoke to both managers at full time and you'll hear their thoughts in a second but before that let's hear from the girl that scored the winner Caitlin Stewart Scored the goal that wins the plate How are you feeling? I feel great, yeah, I feel good 
didn't expect to get through, but once I got through, I saw the goal, I thought, got ping it, eh? It's not a bad finish either, you know, coming you. off the inside of the post as well. I know, I know, I, I was watching it going from afar, like, oh, it's a close one, but nah, I'm glad it, I'm glad it just caught the, the, caught the goal and went in, so. So there's going to be plenty of celebrations now, I imagine? Eh, absolutely, I'll, uh, I'll save that one for the changing room, so I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not to say that. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got somewhere booked out, so we're going to go and celebrate. Well, SWFL plate winners, yeah, how does it feel? It's fantastic, it feels it's been an interesting season, we've had to use a lot of 17s this year um, and after everything that's happened last year with the pandemic, it's just good to see everybody back enjoying themselves and playing some football and that and but to win the cup, with, sorry, the play today, I'm buzzing, absolutely buzzing mate, genuinely, yeah it's a fantastic achievement. We missed a couple of early chances, I think we had two good chances in the first half, I think if we convert them, maybe makes the game a wee bit easier and I thought here yeah, we're actually a better team in the first half especially the last 25 minutes here. Second half is fairly even to be fair, but we talked to him at half time and maybe settled in a lot more nervous they've never been in this position before playing the cup finals. So when they got settled in, maybe played a couple of wee passes and the goal was a bit fortuitous, but we managed to score, we'll take it. It's a cup final, we've got to take it. So. What was the reaction like with the players as well? They must be over the moon. Absolutely buzzing. I'm going to try and get them sober for the next we've got, still, we've got a league game on Friday night, so can we miss training on Tuesday? No, you'll be training Tuesday and Thursday as usual. So. <laughs> Firstly, congratulations to Eurison. Uh, took the goal well, a goal fitting to win, to win any final. It was always going to be about chances, and as, as whether we took our chances or not, we said that to the girls. The formation we play, the way the girls play, we always create loads of chances. So that was the difference today, I would say. We're a development team, so a lot of these girls will be back, trust me, they will, and hopefully they'll learn and turn the hurt they're feeling the next time into something special. You heard there from a United Development Manager, Colin Fulton, and before that, a delighted Stephen Haggerty from Neuristin United. Next up for Peter and I was the cup final, and that saw Bayside FC and Bishopton FC clash. Again, we joined proceedings at halftime. Bishopton are 2-0 up after goals from Jennifer McMahon and Laura Ingalls. So Peter, it's half-time in the SWFL Cup final, 2-0 to Bishopton, what have you made of that half? I think it's been quite an interesting one, uh, Bishopton have played probably the better football of the two teams, but basically they're showing they've got a real threat uh, as soon as they try to go over the top, so I think that this game's not out of reach by any stretch of the imagination. It's been uh, two good finishes to give Bishopton the lead as well. Yeah, uh, the first goal by Jennifer McMahon was a, a really good first-time strike, uh, at the top corner, gives the keeper absolutely no chance. Uh, and again, the second one really nicely taken by Laura Ingalls as well, who's been really impressive so far up front. Uh, I think her and Caitlin Reeves have worked together really well as a partnership and they put them under real pressure. There was some concern for Bishopton as well, midway through that half, as uh, the keeper went down injured under a, a pretty heavy challenge and down for some minutes as well. A little bit of concern, but she's back on her feet and uh, you know been, been key to keeping the clean sheet so far. Yeah, she made a couple of really good saves. Uh, I think. Bayside are a wee bit disappointed as well, they've not tested her more, their decision making, once they've managed to uh, get in behind, has been quite poor, kind of taking the shots too early sometimes, or not squaring it, not picking the right pass, um, so that's something that they'll be looking to improve in the second half I imagine. Alright, well we'll be back with the full time result, unless there's any outstanding goals to cover in the meantime, and like I say, they does have the feel of a game that might well be settled in 90 minutes, but there is still the possibility of extra time and penalties should we need it, we'll be back later on. Well, Peter, that's the full-time whistle. 
in the SWFL Cup, Bishopton, comfortable winners really in the end, that 4-0 victory. Yeah, it was quite straightforward I think in the end. The second half, uh, they just dominated, they got a chance to, to show their class after the first half had been a wee bit of a battle, I know that they'd, they'd got the goals to get them in front, but um, in that first half I thought it was pretty even, could have gone either way and, and basically had a lot of chances, but um, yeah, in the second half it, it became a, a little bit easier as the space opened up in the middle of the park, I think uh, Bishopton's midfield really looked to control things and then up front the pairing of Caitlin Greaves and Laura Ingalls uh, did, did, did really well uh, and caused havoc all day long. For Bayside, uh, a tough afternoon, like you say, we, they had plenty of chances but conceding the third so soon in the second half was a, an absolute killer for them. Yeah, I think so. I think as well, you know, when you go into uh, a half-time break in a big game like this, a couple of goals down, you need a big team talk, you need a big response straight, you know, coming out after half time that can maybe manage to turn uh, turn the tide and get you back in the game. So for the, the killer goal to come at that point, I think really took the suffering out of them. The problem for them as well was that every time you thought there might be a comeback, there was someone in the way tonight, that double save that keeps uh, the clean sheet in the end for Bishopton. It's such an important intervention. Yeah, it really was. Uh, again, I think it would have given basically a bit of hope uh, if they managed to get, get that goal. But again, the, even individually, the defence for Bishopton and, as you said, the goalkeeper with that fantastic double save, they made interventions at the, the important moments, uh, despite occasionally getting getting undone by a long ball. Um, so I think, it, again, stepping up in those key moments, and they're quite clinical for the most part with their chances as well, Bishopton, so um, definitely deserve winners. All right, well, next up we're going to hear from both managers and goal scorer Laura Ingalls. Laura, 4-0 winner, and, you know comfortable in the end and, and not a bad performance from yourself as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think not only for myself, but uh, the girls just really dug deep today. Um, we all fought really, really hard to uh, win every single ball. Um, and a special mention to Kylie as well, our keeper. Um, she was absolutely phenomenal today as well, um, which kept us in it at times. So, um, yeah, not only a good performance myself, but the team played brilliant. Yeah, the second goal, uh, normally when I've got a bit of time in the ball, I tend to miss those. Um, so I was getting shut down, so I knew I had to hit it first time. Um, and I, when I saw it went in the back of the net, I was absolutely buzzing. Yeah, it was good. It was a superb 90 minutes of football. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Once the team settled into the game, I thought they played really good football. We've been playing great football all season. But I think today we're playing a much stronger team in Bayside, so credit to them, they performed really well on the day. And it took us a long time to settle into the game and actually get... I thought towards the end of the game we got control of the game, but it took a long, long time to get to that point. Um, some of the games this season we've been dominating them for the outset and winning quite comfortably, but it's a step up today. Playing a very, very good team in Bayside, I think we really did well to work and uh, overcome them in the end. A comprehensive victory eventually, but I think we really had to work hard for it. You can see we're playing a good team. A great all-round performance. I thought everybody. I don't think there was anybody in the pitch didn't play to their potential. I thought every one of them was a star. We used three subs today. Every one of them came on, made an impact. One of them came on, scored a goal. The keeper was absolutely first class as well. I mean, she made some tremendous stops during the game. Credit to every one of them. It was a real team performance. Listen, uh, Bishop didn't thoroughly deserve it. They totally they came out with a game plan and it worked. Um, they basically played us at our own game. To be honest, it's. Uh, it was good to watch them playing like that because that's the type of football we play. Um, but uh, honestly, I think nerves just kind of go the better of my guys. They can be proud of themselves. I mean, as I say, it was our first season together. They won the league if they did the other week there. And then obviously get to a, a big cup final. It's hard to pick them up from it, but they can be proud of themselves. And it's huge. It's just they go beat by a better team on the day. And all credit to Bishop for that. Did you think the, the timing of that third goal really took the thing out of you? 
the game as well? Nah, there's a few thought I just said that as well. It's like if we could have, I'm not saying hung on, but if we, I said to him, it's like can the next goal is important can I, in the second half starts because if you get that first goal, I'll give your guys a lift and it'll just keep pushing them. Unfortunately, apparently Bishop did so that was it. It just kind of, I think it just took the wind right out of our sails. It's hard to really say how we're, we're all feeling other than gutted, to be honest. Um, I think we believed that we would come in and give a good account of ourselves, which I think we did. I think we were really, really unlucky to, to not even get on the score sheet. To be fair, they were the were the better team from the very, very start. They pressed us, they played some really good football. It took us a little bit of time to get into the game. I think when we got into the game, we controlled it a little bit better. But the luck just for us wasn't there today. That you know The pass through to the, the forwards was just not quite making it. But we'll, you know, we'll take that on board, we'll, we'll reflect on it and it's probably something we'll need to work on going forward. We've got one more game to go uh, next week. Um, again, another big game for us against uh, East Fife, where we will get to, to lift our league trophy. So, yeah, it'll hurt for a few days, but we'll, we'll get back to training this week. Uh, we'll work hard for Sunday. You know, we'll, we'll get our hands on our trophy this week, next weekend. Um, but obviously, it's been great here today. Massive thanks to the SWF. They've obviously put a lot of effort, um, money and time into to organising this for us. You know, for some of the girls, it's their first cup final, hopefully not their last. But yeah, very hard. But um, we just got to keep going and, and stay strong as a team. That was a gutted Kerry Walker, the Bayside FC captain that you heard just now. Before that, you heard from her manager, Ross Wortley, and the Bishopton co-manager and club chairman, George Morrison. All that's left for me to do now is to wrap up and say congratulations to your plate winners, Muriston United, your cup winners, Bishopton FC, and pass my commiserations on to losing finalists AA United and Bayside FC. It was a great day for football in Livingston, and I think all sides can be proud of the shift they put in today, even if they're not so happy with their final result. There's a big pyramid for women's football in Scotland, and if these games have enthused you, why not take a look and see who's local to you? I'm sure they'd love your support. I'm Gordon McComb. Thank you so much for listening. This has been an SWFL special edition podcast for Anyone's Game. You'll hear us in the next one. Bye-bye. Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football.